to the Own Your Health Podcast. I'm Cindy Lynn, and I can't wait to help you step into your health power. Now, today we're going to talk about maybe a curious topic, but private versus secret. Why this? Why now? Well, this week I've had not once but twice people say to me, I feel so guilty because I'm keeping this diagnosis secret from my family, or I feel so bad do you think I have to tell everybody about this particular event that happened in their health? And I look at folks like that and we talk about it and I realize it's coming from the fact that they don't really identify or understand the difference between something that is private and something that is secret. And in our culture, we have kind of a negative connotation to having a secret. Now, benign secrets aside, like um, I'm making you a, a secret dessert for, for tonight, or I know what you're getting for Christmas. Those are kind of benign secrets. I'm talking about real secrets that can be harmful or secrets that are intended to keep information away from people who may need it. Private is something very different. Private is when you have information that others are not entitled to. In, in colloquialism, it's, it's none of your darn business, right? So with this podcast, I want to help sort those two things out for you when it comes to your health. And first of all, I want to give you permission to consider your health and your medical history and information private. I want to help you figure out who you might want to share information with, whose business it might be. And then finally, I'm going to give you a really super tool to help you communicate what you want to on the exact level that you want to communicate with. So let's dive in. You have permission your health, your body, your experience as you go through life in your body is very private. It's very personal. And you are under no obligation to share all of this with the world. And this will come as a shock because the last few years have had this overwhelming impact in sharing everybody's private information, everybody's what used to be confidential health information, very, very publicly. And that's become the norm. And I think that's where a lot of this guilt about wanting to keep private things private has come from. So let me give you an example outside of the health world that might make things a little bit clearer. So I sit on a couple of different boards and one of them I am on or was on for quite a number of years was for a school and another board member within that community, within that board, made a statement one night after we were discussing some upcoming changes to the school and the changes weren't all fleshed out yet and all the decisions weren't made yet and, in, you know, we needed to do some more investigation and so at the meeting, I reminded folks that, you know what, this is all private. It's all confidential. 
until the decisions are made and it's communicated officially across the entire school community. Well, one of the members said very quickly, well, I, I have to tell my husband, I can't keep secrets from my husband. And I said, well, this isn't a secret. This is confidential information that applies to the board specifically. And when all of the information is finalized, then it will be shared in the appropriate format at the appropriate time with the community at large, which includes your husband. And she actually separated herself from the group because she couldn't conceive of holding confidential private conversations within a board without going home and telling her husband. Now, the alarming part to me was she also worked for a Fortune 100 company that handled a lot of intellectual property, a lot of information that was to be shared only within the confines of that company. And I really wondered what she was sharing with her husband with regards to that as well. So not understanding, it was very clear, she didn't understand anything that she had and knew, she felt compelled to share with her husband. Otherwise, she would be keeping a secret. And she felt that this was a really a big threat to her marriage if she were to keep secrets. Now, when it comes to these kind of situations, for most of you listening, it probably makes a lot of sense. It was none of her husband's business what was going on at her company. It was none of her husband's business what was going on in the board meeting. And yet she couldn't separate that. You know, the same is true. And, and I look at what I do on a day to day basis. I work with clients and they share a tremendous amount of personal information with me. I don't come home and share that information. My husband is not entitled to that, or my son is not entitled. It's none of their business, if you will. And frankly, I'm sure they have no interest in it. But that information, that holding private information, holding confidential information, is not the same as keeping secrets from my family. And that's where that confusion comes in when we apply it very often to our health conditions, because we're like, okay, this is the family. These are the people I work with. I can't imagine keeping a secret from them. Well, it's not a secret. It's your private information. And the reason that this is so important is not because I'm advocating that you don't tell your husband if you have an illness. I'm advocating the concept of privacy so then that what comes out of that is very conscious decisions about what to share and with whom. So if you view all of this as a big secret and keeping a secret is bad, then you have to tell everything to everybody. And that's not the case. You can choose what you want to share, who you want to share it with, and also, as something that is considered private, you can ask those that you share it with to keep your information private as well. So as an example, if we go back to the individual on the board that I was talking about, this is obviously not someone that I would want to share private information with, knowing that she was automatically going to share it with others. 
And having the concept of privacy for your own health, for owning your health, allows you to be better at vetting who you can share it with. And I would even go so far as it allows you to be a better, more compassionate listener when it comes to other people sharing their information. And when you think about it, this is really the basis of strong relationships. Rather than having secrets that undermine relationships, having the ability to maintain private information appropriately is a foundation for very strong relationships with others. So let's work from that premise. You've got the permission, you've decided, okay, my health decisions, my health circumstances are my private information. Now I can stop and I can think about what I want to share with whom and what the value of that sharing is. That information becomes more critical in your thinking and your decision-making processes, right? So when you identify someone who could be of assistance to you, a healthcare provider, you may choose to share more. You may not still choose to share everything depending on who the provider is and what you are looking for them to do for you. And this is very different than walking into a situation and just dumping your entire health history. And I say this again, not because you should keep secrets from your healthcare provider. Obviously, you want them to have the information they need. But you don't also want to do a massive health dump in a very short period of time when you want focus by both yourself and your healthcare provider on what it is you're looking for and what it is you're asking for. So that's one section, and that's something that we can talk about more in future podcasts when we talk about having a very effective um, appointment, a very effective interaction with your healthcare providers and what's, what comprises those kinds of visits. For this episode, I want to talk more about managing your information, or as I like to call it, managing your PR when it comes to your health. Now, when I first started this journey, I focused primarily on folks who are coming out of diagnosis and or managing their diagnosis, whatever it may be, cancer or autoimmune disorders or um, MS, uh, just a whole variety of, of issues that women deal with in particular. And I would say, okay, how are you managing your PR? Meaning, how are you sharing your story in a way that you want to and still maintaining your privacy? Notice I didn't say secrecy, I said privacy, because we have a right to privacy. And so I actually created a tool, and this is the tool that I want to share with you, and it's called Life Beyond Diagnosis, Manage Your PR, Share Your Story, and Maintain Your Privacy. Okay, five simple steps. And it's an ebook. It's absolutely free. 
I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can download it. And it gives a very specific information about how you can communicate just what you choose to communicate. And how you start to think about who may want or need to know what information when it comes to your health. Because unless you're dealing with something specific right now, it might be hard to think about, okay, what kind of instance would this be? Or what kind of circumstances would this be? So within this guide, I talk about from the time you would get a diagnosis. I talk about managing chronic diagnosis. So if you have something ongoing, if you have ongoing diabetes, for example, or ongoing treatment for an autoimmune disorder, how do you communicate with people about that? How do you let them know what's going on in your life? Because there's people who care about you, or there's changes that you have going on in your life, and you may want to provide an explanation or some insight to people who care about you. This guide gives you a really thorough way to think about who needs what information, who you want to tell what. It includes very specific examples of drafting ready responses. If you're making changes to your health, making changes to your diet, making changes to your activity levels. And as we know, people, especially those who care about us, have a lot of opinions about these things. And so this tool I've created is to help you communicate and yet still maintain control and a level of privacy that you want. So I highly encourage you to check it out. I highly encourage you to take that step of having a sense of privacy, having it without any guilt, and checking into this whole process, checking into how you feel about sharing information. So if this still seems to you like it's kind of come out of left field, um, because I know there's going to be a huge number of people who are like, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. And I know that what happens in my office and the things that I hear from my clients seem to be very timely and a huge um, representation of what's going on to my listeners and, and, and folks in general. If this is coming out of left field, drop me a note and I can provide some more clarification. And if you're saying, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I am done feeling guilty. I am done feeling like I'm keeping secrets when all I really want is some privacy. Go ahead, grab the show notes, download the guide, this ebook, and let me know what you think. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. And until then, let's own it. The information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. I am a nurse, but I'm not your nurse. Please see your personal health care provider for any concerns.